So I couldn't find it. Uh, scrolling through, I was like, I have no idea where it is. The website says that it's here. The last time that I was here, the guy said that I only had one book. Uh, and I couldn't find the other one. So I go to the librarian. I'm like, I, I can't find my book here. And it's my last day to pick it up. And she's like, you have two. And I was like, no, I think I just have one. She goes over to the section and finds it instantly, hands it to me. She's like, do you also know how to check out? And I was like, okay. <laughs> And you know you have to return these, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I do. <laughs> you can't keep it. This is library. <laughs> <laughs> Your name's on the tag, not the book. <laughs> you can keep the tag. Do I have to keep it? <laughs> she punches you in the face. <laughs> Cry. <laughs> Dumb piece of shit. You fucking weeb. Don't know your own fucking name. Yeah, but I've just been reading my manga that just got a anime that I can't watch because it's on Netflix. Called Delicious in Dungeon. Mm. Okay. Which is about a bunch of adventurers who are too poor to buy food to adventure in the dungeon. Uh, so they learn how to cook all the monsters that live in there. Alright. Sounds like it really has legs for a very long storytelling. Yeah, it's wholesome. They, they they need to get to the bottom of the dungeon to save the main character's sister who was eaten by a dragon, so they're on a time limit for a dragon's digestive speed. Gotcha. It's fun. But uh, you don't care about that. <laughs> So, <laughs> no, I, <laughs> I will not watch it. But I'm, uh, seems like an interesting, seems like an interesting premise. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you show it to your students, it has a lot to say about, uh, good, healthy eating and meal preparation, as well as uh, not being racist. If if there's an anime that they do not know from whoever they get their recommendations from so i'm guessing like youtube tiktok or an older brother or sister Mm -hmm. they will believe it's trash until the day they die (laughs) i have dragon quests manga and i constantly get kids being like what is this trash (laughs) 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 like silent voice some of the older middle schoolers are interested in it but the Mm -hmm. like fifth graders are like i've never even heard of this (laughs) must be mid (laughs) but again if it's something they recognize like i got a some new stitch manga that's being made from Lilo and Stitch. What? Yeah, they're making stitch manga. Must be trash. <laughs> I've never heard of it. I'll send you it. Um, yeah, super popular. <laughs> well, you know, if Disney made a manga, it must be good. Yeah, it is Disney. It would be weird if it wasn't. Uh, yeah. Well, I would. I didn't know if it was like they licensed it. Else. You got Stitch fan comics. <laughs> Send me the link. I want to see Stitch. I sent him it. I just found it. Look at the the picture of the guy who wrote it. <laughs> Look at the author. Ugh. <laughs> now that looks like authentic manga to me. <laughs> Looking at the other shit that he's written, Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah, Descendants is very popular. Yeah. I have that in my schools, too. Having watched half of each of the Descendants movies, they're okay. You know, I got no qualms with those. The Disney manga fairies is also popular. We have a couple of them. They're kind of older. It's so bizarre, but it's like the... 
It's that art style that's still so pervasive in the United States of the like how to draw anime and manga book that we've been seeing since like at least the 90s yeah where you can immediately tell the difference between that and <laughs> authentic. <Right>. yeah <laughs> like oh this did not come <laughs> from the same place right. yeah this is someone trying their best probably pressing their pencil down really hard as they yeah. try to draw something some kappa mikey looking ass bullshit to be fair, I will say the the stitch drawing seems better, the, the st- more stylized than the other trash. It seems like it's trying to be its own thing instead of ripping off some eclectic yeah. manga aesthetic. Mm-hmm. But Stitch it is like it's... super in now. I don't know what the deal is. Yeah, I think it's time because Stitch is... A, one of the most popular Disney characters in Japan. Mm, maybe that's why. Yeah, so I'm not sure why he hasn't... Why there hasn't been a Lilo and Stitch resurgence. Well, I'm telling you, it's happening. There's Lilo and Stitch clothing. Oh, fuck clothing. Yeah, I forgot about that goddamn thing. Oh, <laughs> They're no! They're making the, the live-action remake. Yeah, like, everyone loved the charming animation of the 2D movie and how cute that character is in 2D. It'll definitely make the jump to 3D. Yeah. I've already been contacted to uh, debut, have a live-action debut of my Stitch alien brother, uh, Experiment 69. (laughs) Of course. Never appeared in the show, but it's his time to shine. Uh He's a lot like Stitch, but with less bones. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. What if Stitch was slime? <laughs> but still furry. <laughs> mm-hmm. A little fuzzy slime. Great for petting. Even better for eating. <laughs> it does that thing that sea cucumbers do where it pukes out its entire intestines to eat. Reabsorbs it into its body. <laughs> But it's hemorrhoids. Let me, <laughs> let me tell you, Dr. Jumbo was on some shit when he made that one. Wahe to a new edition of We Ain't Seen Nothing Yet. The game show where one of us is quizzed on a movie they have not seen. I am your co-host, Ethan. And this is your other co-host. Wesley is not available right now. Goodbye. <laughs> it's the most disheartening one. And you can tell in the in the auto voice, you're like, this one doesn't have a voicemail, but I have to wait and make sure. <laughs> well, my, my least favorite part is that sometimes when you hear that, yeah, it's not set up, so it just hangs up immediately. It's. I would much rather hear the voice than not hear anything. <laughs> right? Yeah. Last week, Wesley quizzed me on the movie Top Five. I watched that movie this morning. It's a great morning watch. <laughs> I didn't think about that. Yeah. No, it isn't. <laughs> not at all. Uh, and he. We're gonna go over my score, and then we'll review the whole season. Of love. Have you seen Rent? (laughs) Alright, so... uh, Top 5. Movie I'm very interested to know how Ethan rates it. Um, I I don't know how anyone in the world feels about this movie. I only have my own opinion right now. Yeah, Didn't look anything up about it. Haven't even posted it on Letterboxd. Just living in my void. Uh, so, true or false, uh, you got this one wrong. You said it was true that Chris Rock plays Andre, a stand-up comedian trying to make it big. He plays Andre, a former stand-up comedian trying to be taken seriously. Mm-hmm. He's already made it big. Mm-hmm. But now he wants to be an artiste. Just like uh, Jim Carrey. <laughs> yeah, kind of. Um, 
you wouldn't know this, but this movie has uh, similarities to a Woody Allen movie called Stardust Man. Mm. But I would say this one's actually better. Because he's in a pedophile that we know of. Uh, <laughs> we know of. Allegedly. Uh, Do I have to say allegedly not a pedophile? <laughs> like assuming by default that every celebrity is. Uh, yeah, it's a good way to hedge your bets. <laughs> What's on those flight logs? You got this one right. The movie takes place during one day where Andre is getting interviewed. It does, and I grilled you on whether flashbacks would count, knowing that there would be extensive flashbacks if it were the case, and there are. Yeah, there are flashbacks, but um, they're they're really just uh, a narrative device when they're mm-hmm. sharing stories. Yeah. Uh, Andre is most well known for playing Hammy, a cop in a bear costume. You said false. It is very much true. I would say one of my favorite choices of the director in this movie is that any time that Andre is outside, <laughs> someone is screaming, Emmy! Emmy! <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, pretty good. Because it would be so weird if that wasn't happening. Like, it, it, is, it quickly establishes how famous he is just mm-hmm. for that one role. <laughs> and you know, I think I would see that movie, too. Yeah, I would. But I'd much rather watch Uprise. <laughs> With a Z. Mm-hmm. Uh, you said it was false that Andre was recently left at the altar by a reality TV star. Yeah, that is false. He hasn't even gotten married yet. Nope. Just engaged. Uh, you said it was true that Chelsea the reporter discovers that her boyfriend is gay. That is true. Mm-hmm. And then you said that, it. Uh, whole storyline is a little. I, the whole time I was watching, I was like, "This is kind of homophobic." Yeah. I want to make sure I get that out here. <laughs> and then you said it was false that Rob Schneider is in this movie. It is. He is not in this movie. He is not. So. I would have been shocked. He. There is no place for him <laughs> in this movie. He does not fit in. He could have been just, like, at the strip club. You see one shot of him, like Colin Mockery talking to Tim Allen. <laughs> he could have, if the biggest role he could have had was the cop, the human cop that worked with Hammy in the Hammy movies. Yeah, okay. Uh, okay, so true or false, you got four right, so pretty good. All right. Clearly didn't study that well, but... um. <laughs> the, it's, all my teachers would put on my tests after every section of answers they go well somebody got lucky <laughs> uh the i was doing this plagiarism exercise where they had to these seventh graders had to paraphrase and uh a lot of them did it but a lot of them were procrastinating until the very end of class to get it done and then someone's like oh i got it done and i read hers and i was like this is exactly what the person next to you wrote (laughs) she's like yeah (laughs) so this is plagiarism so i just took out my pen and wrote plagiarized across it (laughs) but i didn't copy the thing that you gave us copying their paraphrase It counts. (laughs) Uh, What is the fictional movie Uprise about? Multiple choice. You said it was the Montgomery bus boycott. I think that more people would have bought Andre in a movie like that than the Haitian Revolution. (laughs) Yeah, pretty big swing, especially for uh, a history that a lot of people don't even know. No. And I think assuming that his star power would carry that movie, it's a pretty bold assumption. Mm -hmm. It's almost like the movie was written for us to think that. Yeah. Hmm. Makes you think, huh? Uh, Not that (laughs) specifically. (laughs) 
who is not in this movie you said jerry seinfeld no way jose is he in this movie of the cameos listed he has the most lines Mm -hmm. louis ck is not in this movie but there is a camera shot as they walk into the comedy cellar that lingers on a picture of him for a very long time yes (laughs) honestly this movie did because this came out before the me too movement started yeah (laughs) yeah that's very really a a real bullet dodged by not including (laughs) knowing that chris rock and him did have a close relationship they probably still do but yeah the movie does open with charlie rose though yeah but most people don't know who charlie rose is that's fair um so there were three other cameos i want to get your thoughts on them adam sandler what do you think about adam sandler being in this movie adam sandler i thought did a really solid job with his lines just playing himself did a good job very Mm -hmm. funny heightened adam sandler yeah whoopi what do you think about whoopi great (laughs) i I still think the the best joke in this entire movie is her saying that she's never been to a strip club and then a stripper walks by and says, hi, Whoopi. She goes, that's my cousin. (laughs) It's it's a good joke. (laughs) And like the only joke she gets in this movie. Yeah. I mean, she's not in it for long. No. Most characters are not in this movie for a very long time. And then what do you think about Jerry in this I thought he was fine. Uh, it felt like he was playing Jerry Seinfeld from the Seinfeld, Seinfeld show. Yeah. Which, if you're going to have him in your movie, absolutely just do that. It's a character he's very accustomed to playing. Although I'm not sure that he was. It didn't feel very... <laughs> it didn't feel like he remembered what he was doing. Yeah, no. there, There's like... Uh, there's a joke that... I'm pretty sure is directly stolen from Curb. <laughs> this that Jerry does <laughs> with the the stripper who stole his yeah. wallet. Uh huh. Yeah, I was like, that feels like a Curb joke. <laughs> that is a Curb it. joke. <laughs> yeah. Which as know. I was watching it, I didn't laugh. I just went, well, that probably would have been funny on Curb. <laughs> <laughs> and it was it was fine. <laughs> I should have said funnier. <laughs> I don't know that I would have laughed there either. Did you hear that crying? It's me. Oh. Uh, what does Andre learn about Chelsea? You said that she's paparazzi, not a journalist. She rides the line of paparazzo and journalist. Um, but what he really finds out is that she is the reviewer who shits on all of his movies. Yeah, under a pseudonym. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, where does Andre go for his bachelor party? Where you talk about this, but you said it was a production of Swan Lake. <laughs> I wish it was. No, it's just a bar. <laughs> the whole time, so I forgot that that was the question that precedes the next one. Mm-hmm. So the whole time, I was like, but when, but when does he go to Swan Lake? <laughs> <laughs> and they go to the comedy cellar right afterwards and i was like i thought he was supposed to go there from swan lake you picked an answer and <laughs> you just assumed it was correct <laughs> it's just a strip club but his entire family's there so that's cool yeah um you get to see uh tracy morgan get grinded on yeah post-car accident tracy morgan <laughs> i don't know what that has to do with it but yeah well, sure it's the, he does great in this movie but it's like post his car accident recovery that's why he's not standing in any shots yeah but what does that have to do with anything really it was the first movie that he did so okay. i thought it was relevant to bring up i remember okay. that piece of trivia give me a point for remembering the, the, that Tracy Morgan was the way you said it accident. made it seem like yeah but it was after he had that car accident no i was referencing <laughs> trivia so his dick got all mashed up doesn't fucking work anymore uh where do andre and chelsea go after the bachelor party you already talked about this too they go to the comedy cellar. Yeah. I 
like that after the Louis C.K. shot, you see a picture of Andre, but it's clearly just the picture of Chris Rock that's at the Comedy yeah. Cellar, but the name Andre is pasted over <laughs> his name so crudely. They didn't have that big of a budget, okay? <laughs> no, the Comedy Cellar is small. I actually don't know how big it is. I've never been there. Me neither. I've um, never been to New York. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, the furthest east I've gone is Tennessee, which is pretty much just south. <laughs> yeah, I would argue more south than east. Okay, then maybe Kalamazoo, Michigan, <laughs> which is just <laughs> on the other side of the lake. What's the farthest you've traveled, period? Uh, Tucson. Arizona. Yeah. Open-ended questions. Where do Andre and Chelsea make out? You said Swan Lake. <laughs> a subway mm-hmm. and a comedy club bathroom but i'll give you the point <laughs> yeah i don't where was that bathroom i just kind of figured it was some bar was a bathroom, or a restaurant that they there. just went into dip in to make out they do a little bit more than that or do they they're just groping <laughs> yeah but who's to say that's not part of making out me i am it's not was i the only one who was like i wonder how cord booker felt watching (laughs) the scene (laughs) the same way he felt during the scenes in daredevil and luke cage (laughs) (laughs) and when grogu gropes ahsoka (laughs) yeah cory booker just can't watch tv without frowning (laughs) What did... he's not the president of the United States. <laughs> what did Chelsea put in her boyfriend's butt? I'm just gonna, let me get my phone and see exactly what I typed. Hot sauce tampon butthole. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You said his dick or a light bulb or a ho- full Hulk hand. <laughs> but yeah. So this storyline, it is homophobic in... <laughs> In almost every way. Yeah. (laughs) I don't have much else to say. (laughs) Uh, The actor is funny when he has the hot sauce tampon up his butt and he leaps so far out of the bed. Yeah. (laughs) From a position where he was on his hands and knees. And I got to commend him for that. That was a big jump. The, The only saving grace of it was we got to see him be a complete asshole. So, like, we understood why she did that to him yeah other than just the fact that he's gay (laughs) yeah she didn't do it to him because he's gay (laughs) yeah (laughs) she did because he was an asshole Mm -hmm. we are however only presented with one and a half gay characters yes why does andre go to jail you said cops or public urination. So the first time he goes to jail chronologically is because content warning: two women accused him of rape. Mm-hmm. I guess I should probably, yeah. Uh, content warning. <laughs> I love content warnings after the fact. <laughs> <laughs> I realized it after. I'll, I'll I'll splice it so that it comes first. <laughs> he doesn't. I, I should make it clear yeah, that he doesn't. No. Um, they were prostitutes who were not paid, paid by Cedric the Entertainer. Yeah, which is robbery. Yes. Just say robbery. Um, then the second time he goes to jail, I think is the only other time. Yeah. Uh, where he gets drunk and destroys a hammy the beer display case mm-hmm. which is insensitive for to, to advertise beer for a an al- a recovering alcoholic yeah uh i couldn't tell watching it if it was actually supposed to be hammy there because he was imagining it yeah or if it was, was just like a completely d- unrelated mascot. <laughs> because well, it doesn't look related to the movie. 
I think it's too close, and I think that the studio would be well within their right to sue that beer company. Yeah, there. I'm looking to litigate. <laughs> studio that produced Hammy the Bear, get me on the stand. All right, uh, so you don't get a point. Uh, do Andre and Chelsea get together in the end? You said no. It's implied that they do. Yeah, which, to be fair, is the case for most of the movies we watched. <laughs> no, not the ones that I showed you. <laughs> the ones that I showed you, they get married. Every time. And then, what do you know about this movie? And why didn't you see it? You said you couldn't go to movies in college, so I didn't give you a point for that. <laughs> and <It's> inconvenient. <laughs> only slightly <laughs> and you said it was about a stand-up comedian not doing well he's in a relationship with someone who's not doing well they and it's not going well uh they break up and he becomes one of the top five comedians <laughs> and he does lots of comedy shows so objectively one of the top five comedians <laughs> <laughs> i would say that's pretty much a wash Mm-hmm. You you had all the ingredients, you just put them together wrong. <laughs> yeah. I made a bad meal. What do you want me to say? <laughs> and then, do you remember the screen grab question at all? Yeah, the screen grab was Cedric the Entertainer, uh, who is the... Oh, what does he keep saying? He said it so many times. Who runs this mother... Who's the, who's the motherfucker that runs this town? I can't remember off the top of my head. His name's Jazz. Yeah. He's a promoter Mm -hmm. in Houston. Uh, He's showing off the sick-ass hotel room that he's gotten. Uh, Andre and is mad that the minibar is locked. Yes. Truly one of... Truly the most despicable character in the movie. (laughs) Yes. But one of the best visual gags <laughs> is, in my opinion, when <laughs> he brings the prostitutes for Andre and then he just starts having sex with them himself and then has a huge <laughs> explosion of gum. <laughs> I think Beach. one of the best visual gags is Chris Rock l- having to lay next the, to this pole. Yeah, the, the overhead <laughs> shot of Chris Rock in a bed. Next to three gigantic stains. There's feathers all over the room. I was like, as the story was proceeding, I was like, I don't see how this could be someone's rock bottom. And then that shot happens, and I was like, I guess, yeah, that's pretty fucking bad. I've seen worse rock bottoms, but I definitely understand how this is. It's pretty gross. But it's, it is a grotesque scene. <laughs> if you got the stomach for it, it's pretty funny. <laughs> yeah. And uh, that's Cedric the yeah. Entertainer, and I'm glad I didn't guess because I wouldn't have gotten it right. Yeah. Uh, so you got zero points because <laughs> you really didn't get anything. Um, I did uh, reference the fact that something gross would happen with the George Bush <laughs> picture. <laughs> Barely. Um, okay, so bonus questions. Where is one place Chelsea put her... F- <laughs> yeah? I... <laughs> okay. I there's only going to be, be a struggle. There's only going to be two... Oh, you don't know why it's a struggle, because I made the uh, open-ended and the multiple choice the same question. So... <laughs> <laughs> Let's also uh, watch this movie two months ago. Yeah. At least. So if you can name both of them, you'll get both points. Okay. Where's one place Chelsea put her finger in her boyfriend's butt other than home? There was two places that we saw. Yeah, it was a friend's party. Mm-hmm. Oh, shoot. What was the other one? Uh, airplane bathroom. Yes. Okay. You got the two points. And then true images f- burned into my mind. True or false? Tribe called Quest is in Chelsea's top five. It is yes. Her other t- and the rest of her top five are. 
One of them is Kanye. Um, yeah. Well, Kanye was one of the uh, executive producers of this movie. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. All right. Um, so before I reveal how many points you got, uh, Ethan, would you watch this movie again? I don't think so. Okay. I didn't think it was bad. I thought it was fine. The the moments that I enjoyed the most were just the ones of like comedians hanging out in a room together. Yeah. Like the the first time in the movie that I was like fully engaged was when Andre goes back to his house and it's fucking Leslie Jones, <laughs> Jay Farrow, Tracy Morgan, Michael Che, like two other, <laughs> like at least four other actors who aren't as high profile, but like I still recognize just hanging out in the, the energy of that room was captured in a way that was very magnetic. Um, And then Chris Rock just filmed his own standup, which was like, yeah, that's all right. <laughs> yeah. I also the, think this the, movie's fine. Mm-hmm. Not mind-blowing. Though the closest comparison that I can make out of movies that I've seen, and I don't know if you can make it because I think this movie's on our list, this is Death Note. Chris Rock's <laughs> Funny People. Mm. And for context, if anyone doesn't know, Funny People is like the serious introspective about his career movie that Adam Sandler made. And I think it's better than that. (laughs) And I've seen funny people like five times. It's. I think it's well made. Yeah. It's a very well made movie. And I did walk away feeling kind of impressed. Like I didn't think that Chris Rock would be able to make a movie like this. <laughs> I agree with that. For for <laughs> is this his writer and director debut? I don't know if that's the case. Uh, let me look real quick. But while you look it up, for for having done both and I assume it's the first time he's done both at the same time. Yeah, I mean there's a lot of heart in it that I wasn't expecting from Chris Rock. The the subject matter of course is going to come across as navel gazy and it depends on how much you can mm-hmm. really handle that. He made his directorial debut with Head of State. Do you remember that movie at all? <laughs> Vaguely. It's from 2003, starring him and Bernie Mac. It's no. like about running for the House or I don't the President that at all. Um, and then he also directed I Think I Love My Wife, which looks like a more stereotypical. Oh, I remember the trailers for that one. And he co-wrote it with Louis (laughs) C.K. Yeah. Oh, I'm remembering the trailers. It's the most, like, Gen X, the old ball and chain. It's like Mm -hmm. that. It is that in a movie. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so uh, uh, this seems like the most impressive out of those movies. I haven't seen Head of State. I haven't seen, I think... I love my wife, but just looking so at their I posters, I feel like I can get the vibe of what those movies are like. I, I, you could call this Chris Rock's opus. Yeah, his swan song. <laughs> Until it was usurped by him getting slapped. <laughs> um, the thing that people know him for now. Yep. <laughs> I don't think I have ever met someone who knew this movie off the top of their head, but uh, there's some good jokes in it. Yeah. But it, it does, it feels, like you said, navel gate and the longer it goes on, the more navel gate it gets. It's too long. That, that, honestly, yeah. my main critique of this movie is it is way too long. Yeah. It does not earn its runtime. There are a lot of fun establishing shots of New York and like what it's like to walk in the city. They shoot the city at night beautifully. Not hard to do. It's a pretty city at night. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I know. Yeah, you, you know. I've seen Home Alone too a couple times. <laughs> <laughs> um, JB Smoove is really funny in this movie. Mm-hmm. When isn't he? But I also exactly. I feel like JB Smoove never has a script. He's kind of just <laughs> walking around in the world. Yeah. <laughs> yes 
J.B. Smoot has perfected the character of guy who does not know what's happening. Guy who's he's always a, there. <laughs> he feels like a real life Mr. Magoo. Like he's yes. able to pull that off. <laughs> and he's very good at it. <laughs> um yeah. I, I would also agree that the the really the best part of this movie is just seeing all the comedians that are in it. Mm-hmm. It's always I, I, you know what? I almost said it's always good just to have a movie where there are a bunch of comedians together having a good time. But Grown Ups and Grown Ups 2 exist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's not always a slam dunk. <laughs> this is one of the rare times where it works. <laughs> I don't think I need to watch this movie again. I only watched this movie recently because Takara wanted to watch Rye Lane, and that movie made me think of this movie. <laughs> they are not the same. <laughs> Similar premise in that they yes, that's true. it's the walkabout kind of romance movie. Um, Riley does it better. <laughs> yeah, definitely does that part of it better. But yeah, so <laughs> that's top five. <laughs> oh, we have to do. Do we ship the couple? Oh yeah, do you ship the couple? Sure. <laughs> yeah, why not? <laughs> they're not my favorite couple of all time but like yeah why not they're both in unhappy relationships so might as well give it a try i don't this I is don't probably think... the couple that i have the least faith in <laughs> this, working this relationship long-term. does not really i think that it's jordana and uh the kid from submarine okay yeah <laughs> this is right above that but not by a lot <laughs> oh the 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 part that i find the cringiest in this entire movie is Watching Rosario Dawson and J.B. Smoove laugh at Chris Rock's stand-up because it's, yeah, that's... it's it it does not feel real. <laughs> no, they're laughing too hard. <laughs> they're they're laughing too hard. It's like what they should have done, and they probably did, but then just used different shots. But it was edited together badly. Mm-hmm. Is just have Chris Rock doing his stand-up, have one camera filming that, have the other camera just filming the audience. You know, like a stand-up special. Yeah. It feels like J.B. Smoove and Rosario Dawson were told to laugh absent any jokes. Yeah. And they were just going to pick that up. <laughs> it doesn't work. Yeah. It's Definitely like, the most navel-gazy part of the movie, uh-huh. even though I did like find it enjoyable. Some of those comedians were funny. Yeah. But it's like b-level chris rock materials <laughs> yeah it's like <laughs> it's it's nothing <laughs> <laughs> it's fine but yeah if you went to a random open mic that's probably what you would find yeah not bad not amazing mm-hmm but it would feel wrong for that character at that point in his life to go on at the comedy cellar and just, just kill it <laughs> <laughs> look how insane would that be yeah well it might have earned its runtime if it led up to that moment <laughs> it's a very subdued movie yeah anywho uh we don't have to that's gonna be i imagine a movie that will uh be like love is strange you'll forget a, a, all about it within a year <laughs> <laughs> He's already forgotten Wes, about if, what love is strange. Wes, if you've done anything <laughs> over the course of this show, it's show me some of the most forgettable romance movies I've ever seen in my life. Two. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna take a short break, we'll review the season and talk about what's coming up next. We're back. We're back. Um, Ethan, do you want to take a guess on who won the season? Uh, yeah, it's you. I had to get 12 points on this quiz to win, and I don't think I did it. Yeah, you got 10. Fuck! I, I, so I you're a point like and a I half short of tying. Yeah. Damn. Well, congratulations. Uh, what do you, what do you win? I want you to never watch a romance movie ever again. <laughs> now that I've won it. The show, by the laws of the show, I can't and I won't. 
I watched When Harry Met Sally on <laughs> New Year's Eve, and that's the last one I'll ever be able to watch. I was the underdog going into the season, but yet I beat you. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I watched this video the other day that talked about how even more formulaic than the rom-com is the music biopic. And I was oh, like, yeah. We did a season of music biopics. Ugh. <laughs> How well would we do? And then I realized, then I would have to watch six music biopics, and I don't want to do that. Yeah, no. There's not one that I uh, would want to watch, really. I've seen Rocket Man way too many times. That's your fault, though. That movie's no, good that a is couple not my of fault. times. <laughs> 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 that would be my ex. <laughs> uh, it's still good, and she's right. It's fine. Uh, <laughs> uh, I would show you uh, Pop Star Never Stop Popping. I would show uh, you Walk a... the Line with Joaquin Phoenix. I've already seen it like uh-huh. four times. <laughs> Come on, it'd be our first TV movie. (laughs) It was a TV movie? Yeah. Hmm. I'm going to show you Walk Hard, the Dewey Cox story, because I heard that it's good. Although Kira assures me that it's not. Then I'd show you Bohemian Rhapsody. No. (laughs) (laughs) No, please. And then we would watch the Beatles movie. (laughs) Yeah. Wait, which one? The new Beatles movie that just came out? That and the one where the guy makes up all the Beatles songs. Yes, such a good movie, such a good premise. (laughs) Don't make me watch Yesterday. Uh, All right, let's talk about our feelings on the season. Um, I just want to say during this season, I watched a couple of rom-coms that I'd seen before and that we'd covered before. I watched Ghost, beats every single one of these movies. <laughs> really? <laughs> one of my favorite movies of all time. It does not beat Palm Springs. <laughs> I think it does. Absolutely not. But continue. <laughs> um, anyway, for the number one, we got to give the award to Most Improved. Which of these movies are you thinking about the most? Um, It's definitely Palm Springs. It's just overall a really good movie, well written. Of of them, it is the only one that I would be like excited to watch again. I'd be like, yeah, fuck yeah, I'll watch Palm Springs. Whereas the others, I'd be like, yeah, sure. <laughs> um, but what about out of my movies, out of the ones I showed you? What, what ones um, most improved? What ones lingered with you? Probably Rye Lane. I still think about it every once in a while. There's some really fun directorial moments in that movie. And of Rye Lane, that director, I hope, goes on to do a lot more cool stuff. And I think they definitely will. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope they hit a wall and they have to just work in late night until late night ends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Whenever late night inevitably dies. <laughs> and I'll say that late night should have died. When the movie Late Night came out. <laughs> oh, man. I saw that Mindy Kaling movie in theaters. <laughs> oh, no. It had I've never so seen many. It. I've never seen it. It had so many good reviews early on. It had a bidding war over it between studios. <laughs> I was like, okay, let's watch it. And I saw it with Brandy and Bailey. And then we all watched, walked down. And we're like, yeah. Not good. <laughs> I feel like Mindy Gailey only like writes one draft and then she calls it good. Good to go. Yeah. <laughs> That's how I feel too. I hate to to dogpile on Mindy Kaling, but she is doing better than I am. Yeah. Me too. <laughs> um, Although, who knows how much he's going to work after uh, this Velma shit show. I think that's going to be a blip. You think? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what about the worst performer? 
if you had to rank them, which would you say was the worst? Which one was the worst? Um, none of them were... I will say, for this whole season, none of these movies were bad. Which is a small victory for me. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't I didn't hate any of these movies, which I often do. Submarine is the closest I come to, like, disliking a movie, but I didn't hate it. Like, I still found it charming. Mm. It's just some of the stuff in it, I'm like... I don't love this for me. In terms of which of these movies quality-wise is the worst, it's probably What If from my side. Hmm. I would say top... I would watch Submarine before I watch Top 5 again. I agree with that. Um, But uh, I would have to put Wedding Singer at the bottom. I would watch What If again. But Wedding Singer, it just is too cliche for me it's it's the most cliche it's so incredibly by the numbers yeah the only reason that i would watch it again is because you are an adam sandler simp i I am adam sandler's greatest critic and he would do well to enlist me as part of his crew because i would be nothing but honest with him until you start seeing those big paychecks, and then you're like, "Whatever, I'll do oh, all shit, you Adam, want me. another no run, <laughs> goddamn grand slam, Adam." Well, let's do grown up three. <laughs> <laughs> let's do blended two. <laughs> Bedtime stories four. We got a franchise on our hands, Adam. Oh, um. If there was a couple you would most want to see succeed out of any of the couples we saw, who would you want to see succeed? Robbie Hart and Julia Gould. Really? No. Um, <laughs> okay. The couple that I want to see success is, uh, of course, our Palm Springs couple. They have been through the most together. Yeah. I feel similarly, but like I also feel like I don't need to have hope for them because they don't need you. Yeah, they don't need. They're, they're going to be fine without you. Yeah, my hope is for the right lane couple. Yeah, because they're good together. They are good together, and I. Yeah, I guess the only thing that that stop me from doing that is because i didn't get it in the movie i want to see them be a couple and have fun together when's rylane two where they have to set up both of their exes <laughs> a completely terrible movie concept uh i liked one thing i want to point out is that did you notice that like my three movies are all even though they are rom-coms they're all like kind of melancholy <laughs> yeah there's a lot of melancholy in mine yeah they're they, they're not feel good movies i would say <laughs> rye lane is nice it's sweet yeah of but them <laughs> it's, it's the closest <laughs> but, that's uh, it's still sad though yeah uh-huh <laughs> you showed me rom-coms with very low on the com end mm-hmm were still funny but (laughs) yeah uh i mean submarine literally just like feels like it has a blue filter over the entire (laughs) yeah (laughs) for sure does (laughs) also trying to show off three movies with uh black writers where i show the most archetypal white written Mm -hmm. (laughs) that's true i showed you up I am and no I longer think... racist. <laughs> <laughs> you did it. Folks, you thought that racism was over because the United States elected Barack Obama to office. But mm-hmm. what really solved racism is this little white boy from Wisconsin <laughs> showed me three romance movies written by black people. Yeah. So in a way, I won twice. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I... Uh... I won the most racist award this season. We don't hand it out a lot, but I did earn it. His trophy will be a lawn jockey. 
<laughs> I don't even have a front yard. <laughs> yeah, you're going to have to find a place in your apartment. <laughs> Just throw it somewhere in my apartment complex, but it has to be clear that I own it. <laughs> like people have like lawn gnomes in their house and apartments. <laughs> you just have lawn jockeys. It's in my bed. That's the sleep where I sleep. I don't really have anything else to talk about. What's I feel like up? we've we've reached a proper length. Yeah, we did it. Um, you know what? I promised we would talk about what's coming next. Uh, we don't know yet, and it's going to take a half an hour at least for us to figure that out. Uh, and you don't want to hear that conversation because it's mostly just a lot of, what if we did? And then I go, no. <laughs> I thought for sure we were doing the Adam Driver season next. Yeah, let's do it. It's Adam Driver season. Maybe next season we'll have a guest. Who knows? We're figuring shit out. I'm depressed oh, and wow. I'm too lazy to schedule stuff. I'd honestly, because of the strike season, I had totally forgotten about that we have guests. <laughs> that we regularly have guests once per season. Not even sure why we didn't have any guests on during the strikes. It would, <laughs> that have, been would have been much the time. easier. <laughs> Shit, we would have had a lot more content if we just had guests on. It would have been easy. Yeah, well, you forget for half a year. <laughs> I tell you the real reason we probably didn't have guests on during the strike season. It's because I was full in wedding mode at the time. Maybe. (laughs) Thank you so much for listening to this season of We Ain't Seen Nothing Yet. Stay tuned for next time where we talk all about how much we love that tall veteran, Adam Driver. Uh, next season, our opening is just going to be the national anthem. <laughs> but the Lady Gaga one, specifically. <laughs> oh, I <will> say. <laughs> just to build up to Joker 2. <laughs> yeah, we're getting ready for Joker 2. When I ask every Los Angeles high school to put it on. <clears throat> The current score is Ethan, 26 and a half, and me, 28. You can't find this week's movie anywhere because we aren't watching one. On Blue Sky, you can follow Ethan at Ethan Goose, and you can follow me at Westwee, and you can follow us on Letterboxd at eGeese and Baby Westwee. And and just remember... um, Ethan has a lawn jockey in his bed... I don't. But he does not kiss it goodnight. I so wouldn't. There is there is a boundary, even though a more troubling one has been crossed. Bye. Bye. <laughs>